Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Today, we're going to continue examining uh, basically Romans 1. Uh, We've been drawn to Romans 1 because we were looking at what the Scriptures said about the Godhead, about the triune nature of God. And so I think it's sort of important to finish out the thought that this chapter carries on with. So we're going to begin in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, and it says this. And I'm reading from the New American Standard today. In previous times, we've been reading from uh, King James and I think some ESV. Here's verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. So obviously I'm going over what we've examined the last two or three episodes together with the profound truth that there is an inward testimony within every human that God is real and that there is a God and who the Most High God is. There's an inward testimony, and that's what he said in verse 19, that God has made it evident within them. Okay, He's the one that made it. Then there's also an external testimony. And this is what verse 20 is talking about. For since the creation of the world, his, and that's God's, God's invisible attributes, his eternal power and Godhead, in the New American Standard it says divine nature, but it's the same thing that's been translated as Godhead. These have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. And so you see an external testimony of that which was made, that which was created. So the Lord, through the Apostle Paul here, shows us that God created. And he's telling us that these things, that the invisible attributes of God can be clearly seen. I love that. That's one of those kind of things, the more you think about it, the less you understand it. Okay, That the very things that are invisible about God can be clearly seen by that which he has made. And he's speaking of his eternal power and his Godhead. We cannot see the power of God per se, but we see the power of God in all of creation. So he says these things are understood, the power of God and his Godhead, by that which has been made. And then this last part of verse 20, so that they are without excuse. He's talking about those who uh, who revel in unrighteousness. He's about to talk some more about them, so listen to this. Uh, verse 21 says this, For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculation, and their foolish heart was darkened. So we talked about that in the last episode. Now, since they knew who God was because of the internal testimony the Lord has placed there and because of the external testimony of creation, they still refused to honor him. They refused to give him thanks. And because of that, the fruit of that refusal is that they became futile in their speculation. The things they think that they know are just futile. That's the reason you see so many people that are just brilliant of mind but absolutely 
foolish of heart and foolish of the true nature of the creation of the Most High God. So he says, these become futile in their speculation, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools. <laughs> yes, nothing's changed, has it? Professing to be wise, they became fools. We see it all day long in the media. You know, usually when I'm sitting in here in the office in the studio and stuff, I've got a couple of... Uh, uh, news channels going on, one for national news, and I've got an overseas news channel, and then I've got a worship channel going, so I've got it all going at the same time. And uh, you sit there and you watch these people who profess to be so wise and they sound so profound, and they're absolute fools, and they will say things which are demonstrably lies, and yet they say it with conviction, and they say it uh, with total honesty in their mind that this is the truth when the facts belie what they're actually saying. Now listen to this. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. He's saying this. They started worshiping the creature rather than the creator. We're going to see that in just a moment. They're worshiping everything else other than the most high God. So what does God do? What's his response to all this? There's a phrase that we're going to see three times in the balance of this first chapter of Romans. And we're encountering it right now in verse 24. Here it is. Therefore, God gave them over. Therefore, in light of what I've just said, in light of what they've done, God gave them over. Well, what did he give them over to? God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. God is saying this, oh, you want to live this way? You want to resist me? You want to deny me? You want to say that I don't exist? He gives them over to their lust of their hearts and the impurity that comes about about that. And then it actually sort of shows us what happens so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. They start dishonoring their own physical body in a multitude of ways. We're going to see more of these in the next couple of episodes. Uh, the last verse, verse 25, we're going to look at today. He says, here's why. For they exchanged, this is what they did. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. <laughs> Paul sort of seizes a moment right there in a little doxology type of thing. He's saying this, the truth is they have exchanged the truth of God for a lie. What's the truth of God? The testimony that is placed within every human that is real the external testimony that creation declares the wonder and the glory and the power and the, mag the magnificence of the Godhead, that man has exchanged that truth for a lie. It's nothing new. We see it in the Garden of Eden because Satan literally approaches the woman and says, Get, did God really say? That's what he said. What she should have said was, uh, yeah, that's what he said, and then left it there. What she did say, she came back and affirmed that God really said that, and then she added a little addendum. 
Okay, added a little bit of her own to it, which she should not have done. Here in this situation, what the Spirit is telling us is that man has exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Not only has nothing changed, but we have continued down uh, the progression of evil and darkness from the time that this was written some 2,000 years ago. The same occurs today. What do we do? We worship and serve the creature rather than the creator. And I tell you what, folks, it's not just a temptation for those in the world. Those in the world do that because they haven't been regenerated, and that's what they're going to do. But the body of Christ is tempted to do the same exact thing. So much of what we do is so much of what we claim to do in the name of the kingdom of God is really worshiping and serving the creature ourselves rather than the creator. I think we would do well to uh, examine some things. I think we would do well to take this before the Lord and say, Lord, uh, keep it ever before me the things that I am to be doing to worship you and to serve you and make certain that I don't serve the creature. That is our desire, to serve the creator. Well, my time's up. I thank you so much. I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.